Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello. And welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and you are listening to episode number 70. So we recently moved again. <laughs> We've moved five times in the last six and a half years being here in New York. And, you know, moving is a lot. Moving is expensive. It's stressful. I mean, it's just a big pain in the ass is what it is, really. And I'm just... I'm really done. <laughs> I'm really done with moving. <laughs> I'm done with unpacking. I'm done with organizing and purging. I mean, the purging does feel good every time we move. You know, we purge a little more. That actually does feel really good. But then we need to buy new pieces of furniture or, or new things to make the new space functional because our furniture from the last space doesn't quite fit into the space here or vice versa. So we're trying to create a functional and comfortable space. So sometimes, you know, like I need to buy a new buffet and I need to buy a wardrobe. And there's just a few things that I need to buy because there's not as much storage here as there was in the last space. Anyway, all the things. We had to set up the internet, right? And then we were having issues with the internet and then even just figuring out the layout, right? Just even getting comfortable in the space, right? Making it feel like it's yours. It's a lot, <laughs> but we're in, uh, we're making it work. And then, you know, as we deal with the move, life goes on behind the scenes. I still have my clients, my mastermind. My daughter has school and homework and horseback riding. She's starting tennis lessons. Her math tutor was here today. And then my daughter's studying with her math tutor. The dog is in my office with me and he gets diarrhea. Like life is happening, <laughs> right? My husband's, he's, he's auditioning, he's recording. I mean, even when the dog's not sick, you know, with tummy issues, he needs to be walked and fed and the guinea pig needs to be fed and cleaned and life continues. So <laughs> maybe that was TMI, right? Too much information, but for 2023, I made some decisions that I'm really excited about, and those decisions will impact my life and my business significantly. So I hired a new one-on-one -on -one coach, and I also joined a new mastermind for high-level women business owners. Well, what do I mean by high-level? Well, I guess what I mean by that is that the women in this group are already at a certain level of building their businesses, they're all already at six figures, working towards seven figures. Some of them might already be at seven figures. And basically, they've all been at this entrepreneurial game for a while, and they're looking to scale to the next level and be surrounded by a community of other women who are looking to do the same. And I've been thinking about joining a mastermind for a while now. And I've also been thinking about hiring a new one-on-one -on -one coach for a while. It's been a minute since I've had a one-on-one -on -one coach. I took a break from that because when I was going through my certification with the Life Coach School, the group that I certified with, we would do peer-to-peer -peer coaching regularly and continued that process. I also get mentoring as a part of being a certified coach with the Life Coach School. 
So I didn't really feel like I needed a one-on-one coach until near the end of last year. I was like starting to get the itch for a new one-on-one coach. So so I did. So I, I knew who I wanted to hire and I hired them. And like I said, I've been wanting to join a high-level mastermind for women for a while. And so I pulled the trigger on both of those goals in January. And an interesting theme in both my one-on-one coaching and this new mastermind that I joined has come up. And it's really the theme of ease, which is, which is interesting because that's my word for 2023 is ease. And I feel like I just kind of manifested that without really realizing, because I didn't necessarily hire my one-on-one coach with ease in mind, and I didn't necessarily join this mastermind with ease in mind. But as I've been working with my coach and started kind of the onboarding process with this mastermind, I'm recognizing that the theme of ease is present. So what do I mean by ease? Um, Well, just ease in my week, ease just with my efforts as I grow my business, ease in growth, ease in decision-making, really ease in all areas of my life and my business. And I started with creating a new weekly schedule for myself. So this theme of ease has been present and I was working with my coach and talked a little bit about my weekly schedule. So I have a weekly schedule that I create for myself and it's on a Google spreadsheet And I block out pretty much every single hour in my day, right? I love time blocking. It works really, really well for me. I also love my planner. Like I love pen to paper. I'm all about it. But of course, I've had to adjust to having sections of my schedule on my phone or having them digitally in in some way, shape, or form. So basically, I use both. I have a planner that sits on my desk, and I also use my calendar app on my phone and on my computer. And so... I use this Google spreadsheet to kind of map out an ideal weekly schedule for myself. I try to use it as a template. So for example, like from 6.30 to 7 a.m., I schedule my meditation. And then from 7 a.m. to 8, that's dedicated to getting my daughter breakfast and getting her lunch made and getting her ready for school. And then my one-on-one calls with my clients are set at a certain time of the day every single week. So I have those scheduled in there. The times for my mastermind are scheduled in there. I dedicate time to write and record this podcast. I dedicate time to exercise. I dedicate time to plan my newsletters and my videos for social media. I also dedicate time to focus on the work that I need to do for my resort, Anamaya, and time to focus on the work that I need to do for our rental property because we own a home that we rent out regularly. And truthfully, I even have, <laughs> I even schedule times in there for when I'm going to have my shower and get ready for the day. And it just helps me plan out the day. I can look at my calendar. I know what I need to do and when. And when I'm on task, oh my gosh, it feels so good. Like I get so much done. But when I get off task, I feel totally lost and scattered. And it's really hard for me to get back on track. And I realized a few things, but one of the reasons why I get off track is, like I was talking about earlier, life happens. Like all of a sudden the dog has this, you know, an upset stomach and he's crying and whining and he needs to go out every 15 minutes and, or we need to go to the vet or we need to, you know, figure something out or my daughter gets the flu or whatever, like life will happen. And I also recognize that I was putting way too much 
on my plate in this schedule. So I had to reorganize it because there was just too much in there. But I also needed to reorganize my weekly schedule because I have a couple new clients now. And I also wanted to schedule my coaching calls with my new one-on-one coach and also the times dedicated to this new mastermind that I signed up for. I had to integrate all of that into my, my new schedule. So when I was talking about it with my coach, they asked me to look at my schedule and ask myself, as I reorganized the schedule, what feels the best, right? Because I realized that not only do I have to incorporate these new items into my schedule, but like I've just been trying to squeeze so much in that it was really easy to get off track, especially when life happened. And then I would just fall into the trap of overwhelm, getting off track, feeling stuck, and then beating myself up and feeling really bad about it. So when I was talking with my coach, I wrote down the note, what feels best? And you know what's funny? (laughs) When I actually dedicated some time to sit down with my schedule to reorganize it, the first thought that I had was, okay, what's working and what's not working. And then I started to rework it. Like I had completely forgotten to come from a place of how do I want this to feel? I was coming at it from a place of wanting it to work. And what was interesting is just the word work felt hard or like there's, there's going to be a lot of effort going into it. Like it's labor intensive. Right? It's kind of sort of the opposite of how I want it I want it to feel, really. And if I think about how I want it to feel, well, I want my schedule to flow. I want to feel good, essentially. I want to feel productive, and I want it to feel efficient, and I want it to feel satisfying. I want to feel a sense of ease with it. But isn't it interesting that the first thought I had when I sat down to rework it was, okay, what's not working, what is working? <laughs> And not what my coach and I had talked about, which was, how do I want this to feel? How do I want my schedule to feel? How do I want to feel as I rework this? My brain totally defaulted to work. So here's the thing, and this is very important information for me to recognize. Work has me efforting. Work has me stressed and overwhelmed. Ease has me looking at everything I'm doing from a much healthier lens, through a much healthier filter. Ease has me putting things into perspective and has me prioritizing my week in a very, very different way than if I'm looking through the lens of work. Now, here's the really interesting part of all of this. The word work may bring up feelings of excitement or creativity or motivation for other people. That might work really well for you. Like maybe the word work is like, yes, I get really super stoked. It's different for everyone. But for me, what I realized was the word work in that context was bringing up some stuff that was not serving me as I was working towards building my business. Even when I thought to myself, yeah, but everything works out, it still felt like a struggle. Like, oh, phew, okay, everything works out. Everything always works out. But there's no flow in that for me. There's no abundance and everything just works out. There's no ease. So now as I rework my weekly schedule, my intention is to infuse ease into it, right? I ask myself, will this make me feel good? Now, it gets tricky because I have to catch myself when my brain wants to offer me stories that 
I think will make me feel good. But actually, those stories are defaulting to try to make it all work (laughs) by trying to squeeze it all in. Like maybe my brain will say like, look, but if you also tried to add this thing to your day, you will feel so good. Super tricky, right? My brain's trying to trick me, right? It's trying to squeeze in all the things. I'm trying to do too much. I'm trying to do too much, but it's like, but if you squeeze this in, it'll make you feel good. No, that's the opposite. It's the opposite of ease. But look, my brain is scared of ease. My brain thinks that I won't get as much done. My brain thinks I'll get behind. I'll get behind in, what's the word? Oh yeah, work, I'll get behind in work. (laughs) My brain likes work. It doesn't wanna get behind in work. It's really attached to the idea that hard work will get me to where I want to go. And I mean, look, hard work has served me, absolutely. It served me for many years. But if I want to grow and get to the next phase of my coaching business, for example, what got me here is not going to get me there. And I know that I need to start incorporating more ease into how I'm building my business or I'm just going to burn myself out and I'm not going to get to where I want to go. Ease is such a good word. It made so much sense for me to choose ease as my word for this year. Feeling good is such a good feeling. (laughs) I want more of that. So my new coach is going to support me with that. This new mastermind will also support me with that, right? It'll support me. It'll support my business at incorporating more ease into my everyday. So look, here's another way that you can look at this. What are some of the things that you are spending time on that feel like they are draining you, like they are dragging you down, that they are getting you off track? I want you to think about that. Look at your week and think about the things that you are focusing on, where you're putting your attention to, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is really dragging me down. This is draining me. This is wearing me out. And then I want you to look at your week, and I want you to think of the things that you are spending your time on that feel energizing and exciting and motivated, right? That get you super stoked. Because look... There are going to be things that you have to do to build your business that are going to feel draining and that are hard and that are not fun to do. That's 100% guarantee. But here are a couple of tricks. First, plan the things that you love doing first, right? Or maybe bookend your day with planning, doing something that you love in the beginning of the day and maybe doing something you love at the end of the day. And maybe in, in the middle of the day, you kind of pepper in some of the things that don't inspire you as much. Because if you focus on doing something that gets you inspired and excited first, it's truly easier to then tackle some of those things on your to-do list that you're not so stoked about doing, right? It It doesn't feel as much like homework. And then you know if you get those things done, then you can go back to doing something that truly inspires you. And the second trick is to decide what you are committed to and why. So if writing at least two emails per month to my list is helping me to help other women build their businesses and make their dreams come true and make more money doing what they love, then it's worth every minute of me writing out those emails because that's what I'm committed to doing. Because look, there will be things that you love doing and things that maybe you don't like doing at all, but you are committed to doing them because of the bigger picture, because of your why. All right, that's what I have for you this week, my friends. And look, if you haven't already, or maybe you already have, but you're inspired to do it again, 
I would be so honored if you would leave a review for this podcast. I received a flurry of reviews for a while, and then things started to slow down. So if you could take just a few moments to leave me a review, I would be so grateful. The more reviews we receive, the more women we'll see and listen to this podcast, and the more women we can help as they work towards creating something that they're incredibly passionate about and incredibly proud of. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, focus on the things that make you feel good. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business. I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to connecting with you next week.